was I supposed to say again? One, two, three, uh. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Like, uh, uh, bye, Felicia. See, I should have never tried, Felicia. Oh, this is what it is, what it was, and what it's supposed to be. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome Hi. back. Hi. Hi. Welcome back, Kayla. Thank you. Welcome back, Sam. Happy late birthday. Whoop, whoop. 27, you guys. Oh, can you believe it? No, actually, I can't. Did you ever think that you would... Be 27? Was there like a moment in your childhood where you were like, I can't wait to be 27? Is that how you sounded when you were eight years old? Yeah, that was really cute. That sounded kind of like Mickey Mouse. Honestly, I am having a very hard time with this age. Like 27 is such a weird... Such a weird age. age. Because you don't... You're not 30. Right. And you're not 25. Right. You're officially in your late 20s when you hit... In my mind, when you hit 27. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, you have, like, 24, 25, 26. Like, you're still young and cute. And then 27 is, like, oh, you're three years until 30. Wait a second. So you think that I'm still young and cute because I'm still 26? Oh, get out of here. Oh, my Sam's gosh. Sam's still 26 for, like, a whole four weeks. I am still young and cute <laughs> Sam for is still young and cute. the next, what? It's, like, six weeks. Thank you very much. And I'm the old maid. Ugh. Oh my gosh, I don't want to be 27. I remember thinking about turning, I remember thinking about turning 24, and I was like, no, and then when I was turning 25, I was like, 24 was the best year, and then now speed up two years, and it's almost 27, old. I know, that sounds dramatic. We really don't (laughs) truly, truly believe that. We're old? We're old. (gasps) Because we're not. We're still in our 20s. We're still young and fresh. But there is something that we're going to talk about that is just... Not okay. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Beautiful. You walked to it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I've did. been preparing for months for this moment. I did. I just walked right into that one. Well, first off, tell me about your birthday. My birthday looked a little different this year in terms of how I celebrated. So my last... Well, pretty much all of my 20s birthdays have been, like, kind of a little bit outrageous. Like, it's a bunch of girls or just a big group of people. We go out. Like, we get lit. Like, we dance. It's crazy town. I've had some really extravagant birthday parties. I've traveled to different states for my birthday. And just, like, it's just been kind of balls to the walls, right? And then 27 hits. And I'm literally... I tried to rack my brain for what to do for this birthday for months, and I just couldn't. I kept putting it off. I couldn't come to terms with it. I'm like, you know what? One of our good friends m- makes the most delicious food, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what, Collins? Can you just throw me a dinner party? <laughs> Make food. I want to stay at home in a house with the people I love around me, and I just want, like, comfort. I don't know. I think comfort's probably a good word. Yeah, that's kind of what it, when you had posed the question of what to do for your birthday to us initially, it was like, you're, I mean, y'all, Kayla's original idea was, let's just get a bunch of girls together for a girls' night sleepover and get, like, (laughs) ice cream, and I was like, wow, this age has changed you. It has changed you. And it did. It ended up, it ended up being really fun. We had a bunch of drinking drinking games and even mm-hmm. like if you weren't drinking because your girl flew back from Vegas like 30 minutes before 
the party. She, like, slid in at, like, 11 p.m.? No. No, like, I, Yeah, I was supposed to get in at, I made, made sure my flight came in at 4.45 p.m. not to miss this shebang bang, <laughs> and I think I ended up showing up around 9 p.m., Unfortunately, I was stuck on the tarmac for two and a half hours with no AC and no water. But the movie The Wedding Singer was oh, that's a good one on the Delta flight. Thank goodness. I mean, thank God you flew Delta. <laughs> Is there any other way? Oh, I if it wasn't Delta, then I would have been there on time. Just uh, if it was American, your flight would have been canceled. Yeah, this is. True, and they probably would have lost my luggage because they made me check my luggage. Also true. But you guys, Sam rolls up with a bag that says, I fucking love you, with red fur around it. I'm just, I'm glad that I I got this present, wait, like two months ago. (laughs) But I'm glad that, like, if I had to be hardcore fashionably late, at least I came with this present. At least she came with this insanely awesome present. The first thing that she pulled out was a little rated X. Sorry, mom. But it was penis ice cube tray. <laughs> I'm just saying, um, I don't know if this was actually recorded. It may have been recorded and Kayla may have cut it out when she was editing. But a few weeks ago, we were talking about a podcast and I was complaining that um, she didn't have ice. And I mentioned, I will get you a penis ice tray for your birthday. Now, if anyone recalls this or if she edited it out... <laughs> was documented somewhere that that was going to happen and you bet your bottom dollar bootay that that night I went and ordered on bachelorette.com a penis tray ice cube. Sam came through. Penis tray ice cube. That's wrong. Ice cube penis tray is correct. But in reality Sam just got the ice tray so from when she comes over for podcasts there's ice in her water. I like chilled water y'all. But what did I try to do for you today? I showed up and she had put an entire a giant ass glass of water in the freezer so it would be chilled and then after it had been in there for what an hour it's been in there for a while uh it tasted like basic ass tap water (laughs) clearly i am about to just start buying like bottles of water to just serve to sam when she gets here i will drink water at any temperature maybe not boiling hot i mean i drink boiling hot coffee so you throw some coffee grounds in there perfect i like all types of water but that wasn't the best part of the present The best part of the present, if you recall from two episodes ago, we talked about sugar daddies, and Sam got me a daddy necklace. (laughs) Boom, baby. It was honestly a major hit. I feel like all the girls screamed when I pulled it out, and they're like, put it on. And I put it on, and everybody was like, oh my god, like, she isn't, anyways, it was a whole thing. There was a lot of lady yelps. Like there was a lot, a lot of, of squealing. And then all of the guys were obvious. It was definitely segregated at this party, y'all. It was like all the girls were like drinking wine, in cute clothes, like laying out, shoes off. And then all the guys are standing in the kitchen drinking Miller Lite. Just like, I don't know. There was a moment they were talking about stocks. We know who that started from. Yeah, but seriously. Still. I had a it, fella mention that conversation was, to me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And if that is not the epitome of a late 20s birthday party (laughs) I don't know what is the men are in the kitchen they're drinking beer they're talking business the ladies are separated in the room like talking about girly things and honestly I did pause for a minute and looked around the room and I was like this is so hilarious yeah like it was it was like what life looks like it was like the husbands were standing in the yeah 
in the kitchen. It was really, it was really funny and it was really fun. And as somebody who had been up for, at that point, a million hours and I stayed. Yeah. I feel like everybody stayed until like 2 a.m. And I was like, deuces. We stayed until like 2 a.m. I was like hardcore trying to get all of the energy possible from me after having been up at 3.30 a.m. The next day I had a wedding and I ended up leaving the wedding at 9 p.m. because my body cannot hang anymore. Late 20s. They'll get ya. <sighs> it's just difficult. It's like I feel like I need 11 hours of sleep every night or I'm not functional. I was very surprised that I ended up staying so long, even after Kayla. Me too. I was really impressed. Everyone kind of made it past the birthday girl, to be honest. Yeah, it's true. But I ate way too much food. Yeah. And then I couldn't fit it in my body because I can't eat the same way that I used to. Mm, Preach, girl. Can't put that cookie cake in my body after 11 o'clock. Should we talk about that? Or Speaking of body image, I feel like in your late 20s, there is just something that changes... With the way you look at your body. Hormones? Oh, the way you look at it. I thought oh, you meant... Oh, hormones? Scientifically? Scientifically, sure. <laughs> also, mentally and physically? Yeah. Absolutely. It's true. I And you know what? And I, I didn't look this up, and I feel like I should have, but I I do feel like later on, there's, there's a lot of uh, different cases of body dysmorphia that you don't hear about. Yeah, you do have a lot of issues when you're in high school, and you hear about a lot of... People becoming anorexic or bulimic, not to get really negative, because they just see people that are older and they see like supermodels and they want to be that way. But I think that it's like almost a different type of body dysmorphia where you're like, I've come this far in my life. And like, yeah, if you haven't hit where you want it to hit, then it's almost like you go zero to 60 of not loving yourself. I feel I feel that way in particularly with my skin. Mm. And I have had this, like, it's happened probably over the course of, like, this year, where I feel like from your early 20s, your skin is just perfectly plump, tight. Oh, God. Looks oh, yeah. great. You really don't need makeup, mm-hmm. but you lather it on you anyways. You have, like, the most natural, what's it called? That blush. Yeah. You're just, you're cute as shit. Yeah. And Uh. from like 20 to 25, you're just adorable. (laughs) And then you hit this later phase in life and you start noticing the wrinkles in your forehead and like discoloration in your skin. Mm. And then you have a little bit of acne scars and then you're like, whoa, like you take pictures and you're like, when did my face look so haggard? Like, when did that happen to me? And then you're like oh my God, I'm getting older. And it's just kind of like, it's so crazy. I don't really want to call it a midlife crisis because I don't really see it that way. I almost just see it more of like a an awakening, like a reality yeah. check. Like, hello, you're almost 30. Yeah. Like, get your shit together. Yeah, take care of your skin. Take care of your skin. One of our biggest things that, well, one of the biggest things for me was I never really thought I had to take care of my skin. I really didn't know how. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be an entirely different episode. Mm-hmm. And Sam have planned for you. We're really excited about it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just used to, like, wash my face with, like, a Neutrogena wipe. Oh, wow. And my friends would, like, croak over and they're like, I'm sorry, you don't even, like, 
like wash your face with face wash. I'm like, no, I've, I never had to. Yeah. And then you. You didn't know. You didn't see the repercussions. I didn't it. see the repercussions and the repercussions are starting to come. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh dear God. Yeah. The skincare routine has just Is amplified. Real. Like it's like a mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So like that's been one really huge thing for me turning 27. I'm like, wow, like I need to start taking care of my skin. If I want to like continue looking youthful and young and beautiful when I'm older. Yeah. Body-wise, I mean, shit. It's a different story. That's a whole different story. But it's true. You're just like, I am the same size, but I look different. Yeah. And it's weird. And I mean, I I personally am on a different track where it was like, I decided to do an entirely new fitness routine. I've always been very... I don't want to say athletic. I've always been very into fitness. I've always worked out. I've always done a lot of cardio. And then last year I was like, you're getting older. Your body is about to literally defeat you. Mm -hmm. Do something different. And that's when I started weightlifting, not to make this like a a thing or anything because I'm nowhere near what the Instagram models are doing. But in my mind, I was like, I need to try something different. And honestly, like in my, right now I'm like, I'm, you're only this young right now. Like, your body is only going to get worse and worse. Your metabolism is only going to get worse and worse. So that's why I'm eating as many biscuits as possible. <laughs> Sam and her biscuits, y'all. I love biscuits. She loves a good biscuit. Ugh, I love biscuits. I love I, a good slice of toast. I Sam ate Bojangles yesterday. And um, I don't regret it. Good. <laughs> you want to know why Sam doesn't regret it? Because if you listen to gym culture, the woman loves a good weightlifting session. She uh, could literally, y'all, she is stronger than me and like maybe another person combined. She rocks it out. This is also the best she has ever looked in my uh, opinion. Stop. You know, just stop, petting over girl. here. But no, Sam looks amazing and it's just... It really is truly a thing for women. I can't obviously speak for men, but for women, I feel like there's this time in our life when we hit our late 20s and we're almost like, okay, we're not quite in our 30s yet, Mm -hmm. but we're close. Yeah. And like, let's embrace these last Mm -hmm. years of our 20s and like almost suck as much out as possible and really just kind of reap the benefits of our 20s and like if I I just truly wish that I knew that maybe at 25 I would have started kick-started it I would have kick-started probably two years ago if I knew what I knew now but there is this thing that we were reading one of the articles that I thought really hit home so it says you go from being a carefree self-assured person to not having a fucking clue you don't know when you got this old you don't know how things are going to fall into place You just literally don't know. You believe things will work out, but there's an ever-present sense of uncertainty, and it's both scary and exciting. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you're in, I was going to say do or die mentality, but also like the fight or flight mentality where you're like, it's it's a a two-part. It's like, I need to take care of my body, take care of my skin, take care of business, get a Roth IRA, get my savings up. Am I going to have a child? Am I going to get married? Blah, blah, blah. And YOLO, I need to travel. I need to take that experience that I haven't done yet. Like, when am I going to? I might be 
unable to walk. I might need a new knee in a couple years, and I won't be able to. That's a little That's aggressive. a little. That's a little aggressive. <laughs> you were doing so well, and then I was like, a new knee replacement? I don't, Are we well, 60? But this, I mean, I, I am in it right now. This is part of the reason I went to Vegas for less than two days, mind you. I spent more time because of layovers in the airport than I did in Vegas. In Vegas. But you went because you were like, when else am I going to do this? Like, correct. And it's, and it was, it's, it's hard because money, but then at the same time, it's like, what am I saving for? Why do I have the savings? Yeah. For a family. Do you have that family right now? No. no. Will you be able to go to Vegas when you have this family no. that you're talking about that you don't even know about yet? It's, it's not necessarily, mind. it's not a midlife crisis. It's kind of like this, you maybe had this quarter life crisis and we're in a different stage now. I don't know. What, I don't know. What's what this, a, I mean, I guess the stage is called the late 20s stage. Late 20s crisis. Late 20s crisis. Or I maybe just, it is a quarter life crisis because, you know, with vitamins, we're going to live till we're 100 plus. Right? Okay. So, maybe, <laughs> so it's like the quarter life crisis is not necessarily 25 year olds. But for me, I think the whole travel part, I used to just like pick up and go. Yeah. I never thought of the repercussions. I did not think of the money involved or how I was going to get from A to B. That didn't bother me. I was just like, whatever. This is what I want to do. I'm going. So just like, honestly, exactly what that paragraph said. Self-assured and carefree. Yeah. Now, oh man, I'm like, okay. I used to go to New York all the time, by the way. Like, so cheap. Would just fly up there, see my friends, come back. Like, whatever. Now, I can't go to New York without crunching the numbers. Yeah, totally. Or, like, thinking about the repercussions of going to New York. Mm -hmm. Or, can I take this day off work? Or, is it actually financially responsible to do that? Yeah. Or, is it worth my time? And, like, oh, that sounds so exhausting. And, like, what is that? Yep. We are still in our 20s. We should just be, like, wanting to, like... Have fun. Have fun. And I don't... I feel... And this is a little dramatic, but I feel like the weight of the world is just sitting on me right now, and I can't run from it. Yeah. And I'm like, dear God, you are only 27. Yeah. What is 37 going to feel like? What is 47 going to feel like? Well, something that um, multiple people have told me uh, in my life, basically their late 20s into early 30s were the best years of their lives. Really? And it's because they were like... What that article is leading to saying is they are self-assured. They are they know what they want. They're happy with their life. They they've finally kind of blossomed into who they want to be. Mm-hmm. They're in touch with their emotions. They're in touch with everything around them in society. They mm-hmm. know their place. And it's it's almost like this euphoric feeling where you've you thrive. Yeah, you thrive. You yeah. belong here. Yes skin, your body, there's a handful of factors that got to start dyeing your hair. Oh, bless, honey. I've been dyeing my hair since I was like 15. (laughs) Who knows what color your hair is? Who knows what this OG hair color is? I'm trying to grow my, I'm like waiting for the grays to come in. I want it to flow like this. You know what? You would be a beautiful silver haired lady. I want that. I want that like on Grace and Frankie. I would yeah. totally embrace that. Oh, I yeah. think it's like I'm the new trend. For, I'm waiting for it. People dye their hair gray nowadays. Yeah. The yo, those young 20s. Those, those so, 20-year-olds. new millennials. <laughs> we kind of touched on a little bit like skin, just kind of how we look at ourselves. Like, you know, taking care of mind and body. Like, 
working out, being conscious of like what we're eating. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the whole reason why I went vegetarian and vegan, you know, mm-hmm. like because it made me feel better. And I was like, you know what? Like, might I'm as not, well. I'm not a young bitty anymore. <laughs> like, I have to watch what I eat. Young bitty. Young it's true. Bitty. You know, those meats, those meats get, get you. Ew. I also think a big, big change. Alcohol. Can't blame it on the alcohol. I like it. I know. And this is something that I've... (laughs) As as KP's like, where is my wine? I literally just went to take a sip of like my glass of wine and it was empty. And I was like, oh, wow. That was so So sad. sad. Well, something that I've been experiencing recently um, is I'm like, oh two-and-done type lady, and it's been so weird, and I've noticed because friends have called me out on it, like, what do you mean you're not going to have another drink? And I'm like, I'm good. I don't know what's wrong with me, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, is it the spending, or is it that I'm feeling this certain kind of way? And then I start finding myself being like, you know what, I don't really want to pay for an Uber, and I don't have to pay for an alcohol. And it's honestly just not worth it anymore. Yeah, and it's and the hangover is just... Ten I, times worse. You know what? This The last time I had more than, like, two drinks at a place, the next day I was out the entire day. Yeah. And I think that since then I've just been very – or I'll, like, hardcore pace myself. But honestly, I mean, I've, I've noticed something that I would never do in my early 20s. I have been offering to be the designated driver. Yeah, you When have. does that happen? Ne- not in your early That's 20s. That's not me. No. That's never been me. But now I find girl. myself – at a birthday, like a birthday party, I'm like, I'll, I'll drive, drive you guys downtown. <laughs> and then I go to the bar and I order a water with lime. And and you're like, this is turnt. And I just <laughs> walk around but with a water But you want to know the lime. best part, though? That I can wake up at 7 a.m. the next morning and Boom, go to the baby. gym and not have a problem. There is absolutely, yeah. and I cannot emphasize this enough. Waking up on a Saturday or a Sunday morning. Not hungover. Not hungover. Yes, ma'am. And feeling like you can take on the freaking world mm-hmm. for two days. Go to a farmer's market. Ugh, you can just frolic around downtown. You can go shopping. You can do errands. I have cleaned my house mm-hmm. before 9 a.m. on a Saturday mm-hmm. before. That's, and I that's had to, the good good. And I had a clean, pristine house for an entire weekend. <laughs> and I had so much to do. And I was like, this is... The most lovely feeling. Yeah. Your head doesn't hurt. You don't feel nauseous. You're not trying to shove greasy food down your throat mm-hmm. and drink a beer as like a... Hair of the dog. Yeah. I mean, I would almost take that over drinking now. <laughs> almost. Uh, almost. I, now that I'm 27 years old. Asterisk everyone. <laughs> between and after almost. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. A glass of wine, a bottle of wine... Two bottles. No, two, yeah, two bottles pushing it. I can't. I, I just can't. can't. I just can't do it. And I mean, and it, and this is funny because I I have been kind of realizing this in my head over the past couple months recently. And I was on the phone with my mom and her and her and my dad are uh, doing Jenny Craig because they bodies ain't the same way. Jenny Craig still exists. Yeah, I don't know. They've tried wow. everything, but okay. they're they're you okay, know great. they're in their sixties and they're like we can't our we can't just work out. Our and bodies, our bodies like are literally storing yeah. fat. And she, my mom is mad because my dad is rapidly losing weight because he he's 
regime oriented. That dude yeah. will follow well, consistency. Well, guys lose weight quickly anyway. And she gets mad because they'll go out to eat and she wants a cocktail. And he has stopped drinking when they Ooh, go out. And not drinking will make the pounds Yeah, fall. and oh, she's girl. mad at him. And he's like, two things. He's like, that is 150 calories that I'm wasting. And it's $8 that I'm wasting. And she's complaining to me and confiding in me. And I'm like, I feel ya. Like... I have totally been, I am, yeah. I have been that way. I've been driving instead of Ubering. Yeah. You save $15 there. Yeah. And then you don't drink two or three drinks. And that's like $25, $30 here in Charleston. Honestly, I seriously weigh my options when people are like, like if people are inviting me out for a social event, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, can I drive to this event? Because yep. I'd really love to not have to take an Uber right now. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so annoying to me. You can leave at any time. You can leave at any time you want. And then on top of that, like, I just, like, coming home and not seeing that I just dropped $45 mm-hmm. on alcohol, I'm like, wow, that was so lovely. Mm-hmm. And you feel good. Anyways, that's not to say I don't go on, like, a wine binger every now and mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still have my fun, but there is just something about, in your late 20s, I just truly feel like alcohol affects you differently. Mm-hmm. Like, having more than three or four beers, I'm, like, instantly bloated. Yeah. Just instantly feeling like I just took on, like, water weight. Yeah. Whereas, like, in college, you could drink from a keg, like, seven beers later, nothing's happened. And you're, like, and still sober. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, like, is, what that? is that? And then it's not to mention you've just ingested a thousand calories. Right. So that tiny. you didn't even think about. Oh, bless. The Struggle. amount of alcohol I drink at college football games. It was impeccable. Ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I owe that a little bit to my brother who taught me so well. (laughs) But he took care of me too, which was cute. Yeah. That was good. You're welcome, Mom. But, okay, so just a few fun things that I think are really nice to touch on. Um, I'm not a very big cook, Mm -hmm. but something about buying – well, I mean, I'm an interior designer, so buying things for my house is like – I just, like, geek out over it. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, yes. Like, I need that lamp in my life. (laughs) Whereas, like, in my early 20s, I'd be like, I need that dress or those pairs of shoes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, I need the lamp. I need the kitchen towel. Ugh, girl, don't even talk about kitchen. I can't – I have an affinity with kitchen stores. Williams-Sonoma, Coastal Cupboard, oh, my gosh. Sometimes they they ask me to go pick up the – cutting boards that Uh we have for work oh yeah yeah oh no that's I refuse to go now because I go in there and I'm like I need everything I want it all and I can't afford everything right and it's just so difficult y'all I I can't tell you the pure elated excitement that I received I was Amazon priming when I still had Amazon prime but your girl is trying to save money so she had to quit it and one of my last purchases a 25 piece kitchen set wow on super sale for $19 wow and I was like drooling looking at it you were like get out it was like wooden spoons Mm, gotta love a wooden spoon it was like what are those things that you mix things with well there was a ladle in there too the thing with the a mixer it's like a mixer uh there's a word for it no I think they're just called mixers with an s and an S. Not, well, a spatula was in there too, and a can opener, <laughs> and a cake. A cake. Justin, what if I'm making a cake and I need to spread icing? Just I all didn't the have things. that. I didn't have basically 25 items that 
I did not have. That you needed in your life. And when that came in, it was like, it was like Christmas. I was like, there was paper everywhere. There was tape everywhere. There were scissors everywhere. It was, oh my gosh. I told Sam, I feel like kitchen supplies or like household items are our new school supplies. Yeah. Do you guys remember when you like geek out over like a fresh notebook and paper and pencils and like, like, I mean, I still semi-geek out over like cute notebooks and things like that, but... I mean, school supplies used to be, like, the tits when you go shopping for them. Mm. Now, you're in, like, Bed Bath & Beyond, and you're oh, like, let's turn up. The new, <laughs> that new, what's the Hearth and Home? Ooh, oh, at my Target? Gosh, yeah. I can't even. I have all of her plates, actually. <sighs> They're so and beautiful. This is my problem, and you know what? I got called out. I was in Target with Becca and Lucas the other day, and I was in there just staring at everything. Like, I need it, I need it, I need it, but I can't afford it. And Lucas is like, what? why can't, what are you complaining about? This is $5. You can afford it. And I'm like, I don't need it because if I buy one $5 thing, I will buy all of the $5 things. Then you're going to get to the checkout and it's going to be like $175 is your total. And you're yeah. like, ma'am, I literally came in for nothing. <laughs> and then you're like, Kayla, where you're like, all right, remember we had a $50 limit. And then $75 was like just in case, but now we're over it. So I'm going to need you to put these back. These were the to-go oh. items, 100%. These were the maybe items. We can't even do the maybe items. So I do actually break up my things. If you guys have listened to our <laughs> Target effect. Our Target effect podcast, I talk about how I break up and sort through my items at Target because I can get a little cray-cray. Oh, Lord. Anywho. Remember that time when our parents bought everything for us and we just had it? Oh, tell me more. Uh, That's something, and I will say, people are like, Sam, you're not a cook, are you? Or some people who do know me are like, oh, you love to cook, right? Yeah. And it's because I do. I love cooking. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoy it. But I like to cook in a really big kitchen where I have all of the assets at my fingertips. And guess who has this? Mommy and Daddy. Mommy and Daddy. Oh, my gosh. I love cooking in their kitchen. It's just huge. Their island is like 12 feet long. And they've got everything. Oh, you can like. You like can lay a couple multi- of people. You can lay more than us on it. Because we don't equal 12 feet. No, we don't. <laughs> and it's just something so weird that I had those. You don't appreciate those assets. You don't appreciate mm-hmm. that kitchen that you grew up in. No, Ugh. you don't. Except they didn't have nonstick pans, and we've got those now. So I mean, the thing is, with your late 20s, the appreciation you have for your parents when you get older, it's like the words I love you and thank you aren't even enough. Like, mm-hmm. if I could just find some, like, extraterrestrial word that was just, like, <laughs> above and beyond. What's an extraterrestrial word? I don't I even like know. That. But, like, so indebted. thankful. I'm in- yeah. Yes, what a great word. Like, I'm indebted to you forever. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe you have, like, taken care of me mm-hmm. my whole life. Wow, like, she used to schedule my doctor's appointments. She used to pay for this. She used to handle all my medicine. Mm-hmm. She would cook me food and prepare for this or... Do the laundry, clean the house. Like, you literally, I mean, I was at least, I didn't have anything to take care of. Yeah. I just had to do me. Yep. And Connie Lou (laughs) had it all figured out. And isn't that crazy to think, like, we are struggling, if you did listen to a couple podcasts ago or adulting podcasts Mm -hmm. and how we were struggling. Struggling. But it's like, we struggle taking care of ourselves right now. Like, Imagine being a parent. You are taking care of yourself 
and you have decided to have children, which that is a decision that you make. So you are, you're, you know what you're going to do, but it's like taking care of not one, but two, maybe three, maybe four multiple people. And being these, this like superhero where you're providing for all of these people around you, it's just, it's hard to see. I mean, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to process and understand. Yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, literally it feels, it feels so difficult to take care of yourself. And mm-hmm. I know that sounds kind of insane. Mm-hmm. And I've had people ask me like, do you really have someone that does your laundry? Do you really have a maid? Or like, do you really have this, this, and this? And I'm like, honestly, yes, I do. Because if I didn't have that in my life, I would be struggling. <sighs> because I, I, I have no wifey skills. None. Like, sorry, boys. Sorry, boys. You need me to like clean your sheets and <laughs> do your <laughs> laundry and make the bed for like that's difficult. Cleaning sheets and doing laundry are the same thing. Huh, well, sh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, you see the skill set the there. Struggle. I have. I have different assets yeah. to bring to the table. And, and it. Uh, I mean, and it's obviously everyone that's listening can attest to the different you know, parenting styles that they experienced. Whereas I think that, you know, I, I did, I grew up with somebody that did, we had somebody that cleaned and cooked. She was, my, my parents were very adamant about making sure that I knew how to do these things, even though, yeah, at that time, this, my bed was made. My bed was made every day. But I remember, I remember even, um, Miss Christine, I mean, she's part of the family. I still call her to this day. I visit her every time I go down to Baton Rouge. And she's the one that told me how much better your room feels when your bed is made. It's so true. And although when I was in middle school and high school, I didn't wash my sheets and I didn't make my bed. When I got to college, I had to wash my sheets. And every single, to this day, I'm in my bed this morning, no matter what, it's the last yeah. thing that I do. I'll walk back inside and I'll make my bed because that's kind of, I guess that's part of like the lifestyle that I want to make sure that I have. Yeah, and it feels nice. On. I think there are things in our lives right now that are more important to us to do than the priorities we had in our early 20s. Yeah. And those small, it's like, it's like small wins. Like, they're things that just bring you, like, joy. Uh, like vacuuming? Yeah. Ugh. I don't own I can't vacuum yet. I love it. I vacuum once, maybe twice a week. I hate to, like, keep saying this, and I know this is kind of crazy because we still are in our 20s, but I just feel like this era of our time in our 20s is, like, it's just so different. It really does mm-hmm. feel like adulting. Yeah. Let me just give you a quick update. So I went back. I didn't end up having to have a root canal. Did we ever tell them that? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know so. if we ever told them that. So I, they got in there. I had a full-on panic attack. They had to pull. They had to put the X-ray blanket, the weighted heavy thing that they put on you, the mm-hmm. apron. They had to put it on me so I could stop shaking. The volume wasn't working. That little nose thing that I call the elephant nose, the happy gas, yeah. wasn't working. I felt like I could run a freaking marathon. I was geeked up. I mean, I was freaking out when I got in the chair. And then once they finally got the needle in my mouth to like numb me up, and they were like, the worst part is over. You literally won't feel anything else. I crashed so hard. My world started spinning into black circles, like a black hole. And I think I listened to three songs. 
And then they, like, tapped me awake, and they were like, hey, uh, great news. You don't have to have a root canal. And I was like, I mean, it was just phenomenal. Anyways, so that was my first experience. My second experience going in, honey, I drove myself. I rolled into that office. I had a little chit-chat combo with the front office ladies. I was like, hey, girl, I'm ready. Let's do this. Doctor came in. I was like, I'm ready. Boom, baby. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. And the girl, she's so sweet. She, like, looked at me and she was like, oh, my gosh, you've graduated. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I certainly have. And I am so proud of myself. I call my mom, of course. <laughs> Typical. Call Connie Lou all the time. And I'm like, mom, it's done. I did it. I graduated. And that is 27, baby. All right, you guys. So that ends part one of the late 20s podcast. Woo. Woo. We have so many thoughts and just things to say and to talk about with you guys that we decided to cut this into a two-part series. So we will have a part two rolling out next week. And that is going to entail a lot of good things and sad things, upsetting, depressing. I'm just uh, kidding. All the things. So get your mind Enlightening. Enlightening, encouraging, yeah. just things that I think are very relatable. And we'd love for you to hang out with us next week for part two. But until then, any awesome comments or love, you can reach out to us at Instagram at that's just not okay or via email at Hello at that's just not okay.com. And okay is spelled okay. okay. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Let us know what you want to hear. We'd love to talk about fun topics or things that have been on your mind. <laughs> We'd love to talk about you. We'd love to talk Tell about, us you. about yourself. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. One, two, three, uh. Oh. Okay. Alright. Okay. Alright, alright, alright. Uh, yeah.